Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Deborah Peak Haynes, and thank you for tuning in once again to Deborah's Healing Kitchen. Today we have a wonderful, phenomenal woman that is very well versed in training. In fact, she is my personal trainer, and I'm really excited to have her. I've known her for a number of years. She is an expert in her field, and I want her to say a little bit about what she's doing because today we're going to talk about something that many of us, really have issues with, and that is how do you get rid of this belly fat? I know I always get the questions, but we're going to have Ava to give us some insight on that from her expertise and her perspective. So, Ava, thank you so much for joining us today at Deborah's Healing Kitchen. Please tell the listeners a little bit about your background. Well, actually, thank you so much, Ms. Deborah, for inviting me. My a uh, little bit about my background is I'm originally from Minden, Louisiana, and I moved to Dallas in the 80s. I've always been in fitness, exercise, and ran track and all that. And I decided to get more more into that, so I'm get certified certified for basically everything. It's personal training, um, yoga, Pilates strength training, and basically all of it. So I, um, that's what I do, and I love fitness. So that's one of the one things I decided to get into. And also, I know you don't always like to say all the great things about yourself, but please tell us that you are a black belt. Okay, when I moved to Dallas, I've always wanted to be in martial arts, so I found a great place to be uh, get into martial art, and the name of it is Taekwondo, and uh-huh. I've been in it for years. I received my black belt in 1993, and I've mm. been actually doing it ever since. So I also teach one-on-one, and I t- also teach boxing classes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, you know, Ava, um, Ava, I know we've had many conversations about you know, fitness and training, and people are always asking you questions. And so you have given me great insight about when people are trying to lose weight or particularly when you have that extra amount of weight around the waist, uh, men and women have issues with, you know, stomach. So tell us a little bit of insight about how people should approach if they really want to lose that stomach and the fat around their midsection, because you were telling me some things I wasn't aware of about certain exercises you should and should not do, and also about what we should not eat. Right. Thank you so much. Well, one of the things is I see so many people doing a lot of crunches when they have the midsection, the fat around there. What they should do is change their lifestyle by cutting down on sugars, white sugars, pasta, and there's breads because all that turns into sugar, and it goes right to those areas. Well, mm-hmm. doing a lot of crunches, you should, and what you should do is try to get rid of the, the fat before you do a lot of crunches. But planks are good. You can do planks, but not a lot of crunches, and we need to do more cardio. So that's how you really get rid of the fat is getting rid of it is lowering the pasta, the breads, and the white sugar. So now why should we why should we not do the crunches? Well, the crunch all you when you when you have fat around the midsection, what you do is you're doing a lot of crunches. You just make the crunch make the fat hard. You just mm. make it harder. 
But so you should get rid of it first by by the foods that you eat and your cardio. And then after you get rid of the fat, with doing planks, planks are good, but not a lot of crunches. You just make that hard, and you don't want to make it hard. So now, for I know everybody's different. Everybody has different body types, but typically, if someone's trying to use, use the weight around the midsection, how <laughs> how many minutes of cardio do you typically suggest? And what I type really, of cardio? Okay, I really you can you can use now. You know, there's many ways for cardio. You can walk outside. You can run. You can use the elliptical, the treadmill, the spin bike. All of those are cardio. But what you would need to do is actually do the, uh, yeah, those three to four days a week, three days minimum. You can always mm-hmm. do more cardio, always do more cardio. You can do cardio every day if you like, at least three to four days of cardio, at least 30, 35 minutes of cardio. You can always do more also. It all mm-hmm. depends on how advanced and how what, what, how much energy you have and how advanced you are. Right, right. So then once a person starts reducing the weight around the midsection, then what do you suggest? Well, yeah, after you start reducing it, you can do the the crunches. You can do crunches. You can do the side waist with the weights, and you can use the weights to go, you know. There's, there's so many ways you can do crunches. You can be on the floor. You can do yoga. You can do Pilates. There are so many ways that you can work the midsection because Pilates mm-hmm. is an overall working upper and lower body and strengthening without weight, and you can also use the machine. But you right. like to be, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Okay, finish but, your but you need. But you need to actually get rid of the, the, the belly fat, and then you can start doing more of your cardio with your, I mean, your abs with crunches more. So ex- please explain to our listeners the correlation between your stomach and your back. Okay. And how it's so important to strengthen the stomach. Well, your your ab, you have the abdomen, and then you have the back. It goes hand in hand. What you need to always do is keep your abs contracted. And that's really how we're really supposed to walk. But a lot of people say, oh, you actually will hold your stomach in. Would you do that anyway? That keeps your your your. Once you hold your abs in, your love talk radio. Greetings, and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom, which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program and more with your host, physician and surgeon, microbiologist, preventive medicine and hygiene physician, and Surgeon General, Dr. Jewel Poole. listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook.
You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Well, greetings, everyone. How are you? And I am just ecstatic to be here with you this evening. And we have some wonderful things to talk about today. So first of all, have your pads and pencils out. Your water, your water, your water. I'm sitting here looking at mine. And I'll be uh, having a toast with the sponsors uh, between my sharing to keep my brain hydrated. Now, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, I tell you, today we're going to be talking about what defines and who decides what you are. What defines you and who defines what you are. Now, we are having all kinds of breakthroughs, revelations, skills, and I'm watching the population and it doesn't seem that they are really able to understand what's happening at this time. So much is being revealed, nor do they feel confident. I mean, so many uh, insecurities are arising, and they're arising and being handled in a very, very primitive manner. So there's a video that I've recommended for our people here at the university to watch entitled Above Majestic. And so if you have been listening to the show and you have followed our recommendations, we've asked you to check out Above Majestic. And from that very profound video, uh, two wonderful gentlemen, uh, Mr. David Wilcox and Mr. Courtney Cook, it took years and years of research, decades, to the wonderful gift to humanity. We want to talk about the content of that show because they actually revealed to us that much of the information propagated and espoused in the Western institutions has been disinformation, misinformation. And so the educational institution, the pharmaceutical companies, the hospital institution, the healthcare institution, the judicial system, our social services here, actual government itself, so much misinformation was revealed here in this video above Majestic. And so we're going to talk about what that looks like, how are you tolerating the new information, and what area of the brain are you operating out of? Because it's going to require you a whole new area of the brain that what our environment and our society doesn't advocate doesn't market to you, okay, doesn't demonstrate to you, doesn't make movies for you, okay, doesn't write literature and opera, okay, for these areas of the brain at this time. And so this is the issue. It's not about the fact that uh, misinformation and disinformation have been given to us. Do you have the brain power to process it? in consciousness, not react, but to process it in consciousness. And so, therefore, I've been talking about the surface of the brain for so long, okay, I've had workouts here, YouTube, Internet, etc., for decades regarding the surface of the brain, the different levels of the brain. So we're going to talk about those different levels and why this information is so important, but most of all, why it's so important that you activate all the brain tissue, balance it, and then learn each circuit and the software programs that are contained in those circuits. Because once you can do that, once you can walk up and down the stairs in your brain, okay, to direct your thinking, to inform the brain about how to interpret what it sees and to give the proper directions to the body is what makes you a master of your life or literally destroys your sense of well-being and yourself. The brain is the name of the game. So let's get after it. I'll be right back after 
this message from our sponsor. And have a sip of water with me while they speak to you. Be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. Okay, are you ready? Do you have the pens and pencils? Did you have some water with you to hydrate the brain? Remember, it's over 70% water, so you've got to stay neat, hydrated, so that the brain can process what? Your wonderful mind. Now, Above Majestic David, Bill Cox, and Corey Cook, a wonderful gift to humanity, and it is available on Amazon Prime. So you can rent it or you can purchase it. Now, it is a chronology of so many things that have happened before our birth. So if you were born in the 20s, 30s or 40s, and you're here with me, yay, that'll be great that you are. Then it gives you the chronology of all the things that happened before our birth, if you have not been born in the 20s and 30s and the 40s, and beyond as to what is happening up to date. So interesting because with the information that in this movie just was given from the 30s, up until 1950, our presence, institutions and media do not give us this information that changed the quality of many people's lives, except the majority. So the majority has been here on planet Earth since the 40s basically being led to think that there was really no other life on any other planet except here on Earth. And that was disrupted finally in the 60s when we sat light up uh, the Sputnik. Do you remember that? They stepped even bubble gum. That was the first time I saw anything that was aqua in color that was supposed to be eaten. Pay attention to that. That was the color that wasn't even used. And if you look now into the research, on how the foods and beverages uh, acquire the color of being aquamarine, I don't think you'd be too happy about that. So that says a lot about what? The Food and Drug Administration and the things that they also have been allowing to be consumed in our diet. So we have the uh, indication that allegedly we were really not based occupying or even space interested until the 60s, and then there was a very interesting competition between Russia and the United States, who could get the first person on the moon, and it just went on and on and on and on. And that was just amazing, and we were just all glued to the media, newspapers, TVs, uh, radios, the billboards, as to what was happening. I remember this uh, when Sputnik was finally able to land and send some pictures back, I mean, that was a, just a huge big celebration. And again, as I said, they made bubble gum. Clear bubble gum with little crystals on it. That was aquamarine. So beyond that, we had, you know, finally the introduction of um, different types of automobiles, cameras, Finally, in the late uh, 70s, early 80s, we got into the computers, and here we are. We had a computer as big as the room, five by, you know, 14 feet, one size computer. It got smaller and smaller, and then here we go, Silicon City. Now we have, you know, desktop computers. Wow, 
then you finally get laptop computers. I have an old uh, Apple laptop. It's so cute. It looks like a, a coloring box with pins in it. <laughs> you know, a tin box that you usually keep your colors in as a child. That was about the size of it. It's amazing. Uh, and what was that, 25, 30 years ago? And here comes Above Majestic. Okay, that tells us that we literally had colonies on the moon, that we were traveling back and forth to the moon, that here we are in the 50s going to Mars. That's people on Mars, old colonies on Mars, that we literally have had the technology by retroengineering technology shared with us by who? Extraterrestrials. Oh, my goodness, yes, they have been giving us technology, and we have been directly instructed. We also have uh, had access to their technology, and we retro-engineered it and put it together where our military has been able to go to the moon, to Mars, and as a matter of fact, we've been able to go to the outer realms of our sector of the solar system, as I understand it, as far as Andromeda, Andromeda star system, in 30 minutes, the technology was so incredible that we had. We have to understand, this is in the 50s. Here we are in 2018, and we're cheering here just last week that we finally got a Land Rover placed on the surface of Mars. Now, we have a huge contradiction here that the information last week, we just had our Land Rover from NASA saying that we this is the first aspect of us being able to get to Mars, so we've gone to the moon, okay, now to Mars, and then we have all this information documented. We have all these individuals who've come and testified that, no, we were doing this in the 50s and the 60s. They are showing us pictures. They're showing us documents. Those individuals who are still alive and they're in their 70s and 80s are testifying that they were part of the organization that allowed this to come to pass. Now, I'm here to assist you through this adaptation people who are presenting the information, they're saying that this is how things were, we have the present, we're saying, no, no, it wasn't. So we do know that there's going to be a huge disclosure. So one way or the other, we're going to find out clearly what's the case. Now, we've already been exposed to the movies, the men in black, uh, what is it called, Jupiter, return or whatever, that uh, we have been heavily interacting with extraterrestrials. So now, for many people who thought it was just only us and the entire galaxy, that is incorrect. So what does that do to your state of consciousness? To let you know that we have individuals living on the moon, just that close. Okay, and now the information is being given to us. We have individuals who are from other planets. They live right inside of our planet. We're on the surface. They live inside the Earth. So we have inner Earth beings, life forms. We have surface beings, okay, and then we have beings that actually live extraterrestrially. So it sounds like a trilogy again here of the... Uh, the Lord of the Rings here, you know, Middle Earth beings, Inner Earth beings, then we have the solar beings, and here appears to be the time that we're going to all meet and come together. And I'm very much focusing on the fact that we have matured enough, our brain has grown and expanded enough that we will not have further conflict. Many of us have lived through the area of war, we still have some wars going on. In Eastern Africa, as you know, that was renamed after World War II to be the Middle East. And uh, that now has 
undergone a lot of destruction by people that you probably live next door to across the street, our military, Iraq, Iran, Yemen, all of these. We participated in going in for whatever reason, and we definitely have remodeled a lot of the uh, ancient architecture there as well as the modern. And in the name of what? So we know clearly that the individuals in the Middle East, Eastern Africa, are definitely our sisters and brothers. The genetics is the same with variation in expression. So this is another big shocker that individuals are going to have to get over. When they learn that the origins of humanity on the planet came from melanated individuals. So everybody was melanated at one time. Okay? Yes, they were. They're gone back. And I'll be right back with more information. Be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Okay, well, if you're just tuning in, we're having a really cerebral discussion of who and what defines you. Who is it and what is it that defines who you are? And we know for a fact that none of that can come to pass unless you have enough brain tissue to even be conscious of the fact that you are something, that you are someone. And here today we're going to discuss that based on all the information that's available for you to process brain. So as you know, I am a neurosculptor and a neuroarchitect. Yeah, I've been a lot of things, but that's what I am right now. And we use geometry to literally re-sculpture the brain as well as assist in laying down new pathways in the brain for information received from the mind and then information transmitted from the body to be integrated and processed in the brain. All this is happening in the brain so that you will be aware of your reality and make incredible decisions as to how you're going to interface with the reality that you're creating. And this all happens through the brain. So it's very, very important that your brain be top-notch, in shape, and architectural structure for you to see the world as you would like it to be designed. Now, that is the problem because we recognize and also we've been talking about the movie Above Majestic that is important to recognize that the information allegedly in the educational institution that was to uh, help to evolve your brain to structure it properly and to lay down an architectural foundation that would allow you to be able to accept and process all of the options and realities available to the human brain. And there's 11 dimensions that our brain can process. Are you able to do that? And have has your environment supported you in acquiring and constructing a brain that allows you to be multidimensional? So we know for a fact that this is not the case. And so I want to give you a little more information. I said earlier that I've had a lot of... Um, information out for a while on the brain in regards to its circuitry. You have circuits of the brain, seven major circuits, and they have what? Embedded in the tissue. Now, see, most of you don't look at tissue as information, but it is. And the human brain is a special type of tissue. So, so many software programs embedded in every 
nanometer of the brain. Software programs, amazing. And they are different, but definitely connected and integrated within every circuit of the brain. And so my previous work on the seven circuits of the brain discussed and gave a general description of what each circuit does. We noticed then that most of humanity operated out of primitive lower circuits above the what we call uh, fish circuit, okay, and that was the what we call reptilian circuit or survival circuit of the brain, and we call this circuit the first circuit. Now, your fish brain, of course, you used that while you were in your mother's womb because you were in water, okay? So you had to learn how to think and be like a fish so that you could master that environment. That's how you were able to acquire the body that you had. But it had to be literally uh, germinated as well as um, metamorphed in fluid, in water. So now we take our first breath, and that first breath does a lot of things, but for this conversation, it literally closes the fish circuit and opens up the amphibian circuit. That's where you can handle water as well as air. Now, what happens in that circuit? A lot of things. And what we have found is the environment is not one that supports growth and development neurologically while the brain is growing through and maturing these different circuits. Whatever circuit is stimulated excessively, you, the conscious energy force that enlivens the body, it's trapped in the circuit of the brain that was overused. Amazing, isn't it? But it's true. And so right now, the statistics are talking about the fact that over 50% of the population, even with an adult body, still processing their life and using their brain only at first circuit level only at the circuit level. So here you are thinking that, oh, yeah, well, you know, there may be some other beings on another planet, but did you now know that they are actually living on planet Earth, in planet Earth? They're walking around you. Yeah, they are. How is your brain allowing you to assimilate that? Does that bring on fear? Do you feel challenged? Do you feel threatened? Because if you do then automatically that should trigger the fact that you're still in your first circuit of the brain. That's the survival circuit. That is the first circuit that's activated right after birth for you to do what? For you to survive. And so all the information in that circuit is to air, to light. You weren't in light before, so you've got to adapt to light. You'll begin to put pressure on your feet, so you've got to get used to what? Gravity as well as to Mother Earth, there's a lot of new adjustments and adaptations that you have to make. And that first circuit has the information right in the tissue for you to be successful. Isn't that wonderful? So that's why first breath is taken and then the lungs kick in, the heart kicks in, the blood becomes totally different to be able to accommodate this new shift in your environment, all supported and sustained by the first circuit of the brain, the survival circuit. Now, here you are, three or four years old, and yes, you're walking. Okay, you've learned how to use your vocal cords, the tongue. Okay, you can sit your body down. You can stand up with it. You can reach out with it, reach up with it. You've gotten control over your bladder, control over your bowels. Hey, what's next? And this is where a lot of people get stuck. Because what's next 
isn't made very clear because the environment has become so ambiguous by the older members of humans in the environment. And this is the creature. Pay attention here because with the verification, 20, the information in our media, the information in the educational institution, the education, or should I say the information in the hospital system, social services is, for the most part, incorrect. It's incorrect. And that was amazing to me as I saw the data, as I saw the proof, as I saw the individuals who perpetuated this misinformation in these systems finally make their confession. This is why you have to see this movie of Majestic. And so now how do you deal with that? How are you going to basically now switch your values, switch your belief system to be able to accommodate what you've been told in the newspapers, on the radio, on the TV, et cetera, wasn't true. It was projected to your fantasy. Or you would just write outright tell no, it doesn't even exist. But now we know that that's not the case. The brain and its capacity to adapt and having enough brain tissue and making sure that the brain tissue is complemented by its complementary partner, the left hemisphere or the right hemisphere, is going to determine how well you're going to be able to say, wow, why to most of my life? But it's okay. I can learn. And we can adapt and we can change. Where is the accurate information now? That's the key. What is the truth now? Can you say that? Or are you going to basically be locked? You're going to be locked in there. How could they do this? This is such a horrible thing. What am I going to do? Well, I thought this was this, and I thought that was that. And I had no idea that these things were happening. And what are we going to do? Well, I don't know if I want to meet those things. I don't know what they are. Terrible. Okay? They live in the ground underneath us. Oh, my God. They can come and go at any time. We can't do that. How are you going to respond, and what are you going to do depends on the cultivation of your brain. And so for the last 35 years, I've asked you, okay, I've joked with you, I've been serious with you, I've pleaded with you, let's get your brain balanced. Don't think it's cute to be right-handed. Oh, I'm just like, oh, I'm left-handed. And no, 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 no. You want to be whatever's necessary, ambidextrous. You want to use the right hand as well as the left hand, the right foot as well as the left foot, because that means that now both hemispheres of the brain have equal input and capabilities over the body. You shouldn't have to cross over for you to be able to access the counterlateral side of your body. You should have to write with either hand, etc. Of course, whatever you use the most, it's like anything else, it's going to be smoother. But the fact that you can't even construct letters, that you're not able to uh, write sentences with the contralateral hand that you're used to using, that's a problem. That's definitely under development. No, you want to change that. I really want you to think for a minute here. This information is incorrect. That's been given to you. I have been amazed. What the educational systems have done has been just speechless. That's what I was saying. I don't want to get into a judgment about it because we know what happens when you do that. It creates neurochemistry in your body that causes the body to react. I don't need to do that. It is what it is. I accept what it is and what has happened. Because I know that I can change it and I can learn instantly what is going to be in the best interest. I'm just interested in learning the truth. But 
so many people have not cultivated the brain to be able to be at ease with being told that they've been lied to for over 75, 80 years. Most people aren't comfortable with that. And I have members of our family, our human family that are ill, that perhaps have, you know, given their lives to these wars and all kinds of things to find out that they were operating at one level, but their government, their military, was operating totally differently. And they were never told about it. They weren't offered a lot of the benefits and the pleasures that were available to those two people who could go to Andromeda and back in a half hour, who could go to the moon in 30 minutes and come back. So you have to understand that a lot of people are not necessarily going to want to take this with ease, but we are going to have to eventually. So balancing the brain is the key. It's the key. Think about that. Think about it. They have a message for you. And I'll be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. Okay. We've been talking about this for a very long time. you got to learn how to navigate your body. you got to learn how to use the brain. You have the development of your brain. This is so important. You've got to complete it. Most people, most people do not have a complete developed brain. Why not? I mentioned earlier an ability of our environment to support the development of each circuit of the brain. It hasn't happened. A very, very small population of people have been able to cultivate every circuit of the brain. And, of course, they've been outstanding. They've done outstanding work. And many of them have even done even greater things natural existence, which is to be here indefinitely. Yes, we were created to be immortal. That's natural for us. That is not just some quirk or some, you know, uh, spiritual uh, saint Activity is for everybody. And the enlightenment comes when the individuals have developed all the focus of the brain where this is a natural capability. So we have people that can levitate and can move matter with their mind and do all these things. All of these capabilities are part of the human genetics, the human genome but you have not been placed in environments that cultivate the development and then the connection with the software in the tissue information so that it can be imparted to the physical body tissues. And so when I say tissues, I'm talking about to connect to that information integrated in the brain tissue so that you consciously now are aware of that, the brain will translate it into chemistry that the body understands, and then the body will exhibit the fact that, okay, now I can demonstrate this for you, the owner of the body. So this is why you've got to have this owner's manual. That's just one little step I described to you about how it's so important to balance this brain. And now we have this new reality that's been released upon us. That we thought life and living on earth was one thing, and it's like a 95% difference. And with more information, it may be 100% different. They had one episode in there where one gentleman already testified 
that they knew in the 40s that there were nine other planets, our sector of the galaxy, that were Earth, were like Earth. There were nine others that were similar to Earth, and they had people on them, and they had people that looked like us on them. They had automobiles and everything, but it was not planet Earth. We have people that testify that they are time travelers. So back to the future, back to the future, one, two, and three, those were no jokes. We have people who go to the future, they go to the past, and they are definitely an aspect of our government agencies that have the capacity, the technology, to be able to send people forward or backward in what appears to be time. Now, I say it that way because we know when we can use higher circuits that there's no such thing as time. So when you can move to the circuit of the brain where everything is in the present, now we can talk about living in different spaces, vibrating at different rates, simultaneously. That little movie, uh, what's his name? Lee. What's his name, Lee? Oh, boy. He's such a uh, CDT. It'll come to me, his name. Okay, I called it up. I was like, come on, archive, open that. Okay. Uh, Jet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jet Lee. What is it? Uh, one. Okay. Yeah, the movie he made was the uh, one, okay, the one, where it was 123 parallel realities that he lived in. And he had taken upon himself that he was only going to be the only one. And so he visited visited each one of these dimensions and killed himself. So he was a criminal in this movie. But his capacity to use the circuits of the brain were amazing. And with all the technology that they had, they still had a very difficult time catching up with him. And so it was so interesting because all of these multiple dimensions, they didn't, he didn't know each other. They didn't know each other. He was the only one that knew of himself in all these dimensions. All of themselves and all these other dimensions didn't know who he was. So he was able to portray their lives, integrate it, and then actually take the naive and underdeveloped aspects of himself out so that he would be the only one. It was amazing. High-tech movie. Very interesting teaching on multiple realities that we are living in. Now, is your brain primed? Is the circuit of the brain that knows about this already, has it been brought from the right as well as the left hemisphere that you now know that we are living simultaneously in multiple dimensions at the same time? Is that something that you're interested in investigating further? Or is your brain right now reflecting that? And you're saying, you know, I never knew this. Uh, Dr. Jewel, you need drugs. <laughs> no, I don't. For me to have this conversation with you, and that's where you want to assume that I basically uh, have an altered state of consciousness because I use some external uh, stimuli, external chemical to have this conversation with you is just hogwash. It's crazy. In your healthy, unemediated, unchemicalized brain, you have an area that definitely is capable of having full awareness of what's going on in other dimensions. Yes, you do. But now, has your environment supported the growth and development of that area? Is that what they've talked about in your environment? Is that what is taught to you in school? Are these the things that uh, you are experiencing in your meetings with other people and subjects. Is this what they do, the uh, books that you read? Is this what's advertised to you in your magazine? And is these kind of thoughts, et cetera, and this level of 
anatomy is not shared with you, then the above majestic movie is accurate. That for the potential that the human brain has, we learn and live, this information has been withheld. And this is a decision that you'll have to make. Do I want to now complete the development of my brain and be able to access these areas of the brain where this kind of conversation would be exciting and it would be motivating to learn what I'd have to do to basically go visit myself and two or three or four other realities that I'm now existing in. So we have to look around at our environment. It's important and it really decides how fast or how slow our brain and our consciousness is going to develop and therefore what we are going to become aware of. This is very important to understand. So guess what? We have a university here that's dedicated to making sure that you get all of this information that you should have gotten at birth. Your parents should have taken it home with you, which is your owner's manual. And they should have been looking in your owner's manual to see what you needed, the environment that should be for you, et cetera, so that all of these scientists could have come online you would become aware of them at the proper time. I'll be right back after this message. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Oh, yeah, our source is a neuron, and for everyone, you know, for you to know God, you've got to have neurons, darling, okay? Because once you have those neurons and they are appropriately, guess what you'll discover? You'll discover that you and the source of all things are anonymous. That means the same. And it won't be any hogwash or anything. It'll just be very clear to you. And you see all of the capabilities that your thinking can create in your body as well as all around you. And this is a serious problem that most people have a lot of doubt about. They don't think that they are an incredible, magical, divine, limitless being. And why? Because the surface of the brain, their consciousness can't access. Where that information is programmed into the very tissues of the brain. They don't have access to that. And it's because of this environment and how the information and the images and the language has been manipulated that the key colors the key sound, the key words were omitted. So therefore, your consciousness literally could not enter into the next gateways and circuits of knowingness. Now, let me give you a little information here. This is in my book that's coming up. And yay, a lot of you have asked about the fact that we want more on the circuits of the brain. You know, there's seven circuits of the brain, Dr. G. We want more on that. Okay, well, guess what? It's coming up. And it's my duty, it's my commitment to make sure you get it. It's going to be an e-book, okay? It's not the full hardcover, but it's going to be a simple e-book that gives you this information back. you got to have it now with what has happened here with the disclosure that is going on, Okay. The movie again, above majestic, all this new information going on. You gotta have information about what circuit of the brain am I able to do this? The scientists, they're gonna talk about all these scientists in the forties that were basically creating supersonic rockets, spaceships. They were opening dimensions and being able to go forward in the future, back to the past. They, 
They had a body just like yours. They were human just like us. But how were they as scientists able to do this? And listen to me very closely. The way they were able to do it was they were able to remember. They were able to remember themselves. They were able to remember our past and be able to create what we knew existed for us hundreds of thousands of years ago in our past. That's why on the walls in Egypt, they have helicopters, they have spaceships, they have people levitating. They, they have all this drawn throughout Egypt on the walls and also Sumeria on the walls. But a lot of that was destroyed. The last time I was in Egypt, somebody just decided just some type of blunt object and just destroyed the hieroglyphs just from blocks and blocks and blocks. And so it wasn't even important to really repair it. Just to keep the surface smooth, they just filled it in with cement. But they couldn't destroy so much of it where we could not see that we were highly efficient, very much supersonic, tens of thousands of years ago. And these scientists were able to open up their what? Their cerebellum, where 10,000 years of information is stored for each and every one of us. They were able to go back and then bring it to the present, use the resources around them, and rebuild what we did then. So you have to understand that this disclosure that's coming up upon us that you are going to see and hear in the above majestic, it's old stuff. That's all cerebellum. That's all in the back of the brain. We, they only have a little bit about the future and the future beings, our future selves that are coming to us. And it was so interesting. Check this out. They said that what is coming to us, our future selves, we don't have racist issues. We don't have race issues. So our future selves have pigment. As a matter of fact, they said that there's not many Caucasians in the future. They talk about a race known as the Nordic race. And the Nordic race lives in the earth, but they are very much highly technical and have technologies that are way beyond what we have on the surface of the earth. But they primarily have white skin and blue eyes and blonde hair. But the extraterrestrials that are coming from other planets and other solar systems, they are pigmented, blue, gold, yellow, brown, dark green. Yes, they are. So therefore, this whole illusion that we're walking around and we're talking about we don't like black people and we don't like white people and we don't. That shows that you are stuck in this little first circuit of the brain, reptilian brain, and you have gone nowhere in the higher circuits of your own brain to understand that that is petty. Like a person having issues with black dogs versus brown dogs versus white dogs versus polka dot dogs. When they're all dogs, the dogs themselves, they don't have that issue. To them, that's just ridiculous. I don't think they have enough brain tissue that they would misuse to even scrutinize something like that. So if they're upset with another dog or aggressor, it definitely isn't because of the color of their fur and eyes. It has something to definitely do with their survival. Are you in my food or my water or this is my territory? But that level of functionality is not what a human is supposed to live their lives through. Just very quickly here, now pay attention. The first circuit duality. Let's go just a little bit of this because you should get this for Christmas. I'll give you the information where you can basically start giving this to yourself and to others for Christmas. And I just have to say it. By the way, my name is trademarked. So no more of the hanky-panky of you taking my work and thinking that you're going to publish it and that you're going to put it on your website or anything else without our permission. We want you to share but you will do it in a higher circuitry. You won't be 
in first circuit. That's where people lie. They steal. They do whatever they want to because they don't understand the relationship that everything has. So to get you out of that, I definitely had to let you know that my name cannot be used by you without uh, permission. And with my permission, oh, you can do wonderful things. You just have to have enough respect for yourself as a God. You're not a reptile in the first circuit. You have to come to the second circuit at least, third circuit, and hey, I guess you have to ask for permission. So to get the real ends here on this, definitely we want you to share, but with permission. So very quickly, the first circuit is into duality. Functionally, the first circuit causes the involvement of the following duality in human behavior. Anxiety or self-confidence, rootedness, you can't change, or explorativeness, dependency or independence, refusal or anger when confronted with a problem. This is so common. I'll be right back after this message, and then we'll close out. And you can write us and contact us to buy your copy, your e-copy of The Seven Circuits of the Brain. And we're going to continue this next week because it's so important that you prepare your brain. Join us in our brain balancing program. I'll be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Okay, I don't have much time. It's uh, coming to the end of our show, but I just want to give you just a little bit more. It's very interesting that when you are not employing and using what we call the constructive aspect of the first circuit, self-confidence, being explorative, independent, and not uh, recognizing that uh, refusal or anger is not the way to handle a problem, usually, then these reptilian or first circuit symptoms such as anxiety, moodiness, dependentness, uh, anger or refusal to interact, usually take the form in physical symptoms of the body. Amazing. And that's why we have so many diseases that cannot be corrected because the person is still locked into first circuit. From birth, they've never evolved to all these other circuits. Second circuit, you have to be second circuit minimally. You have to be able to be in group. You have to learn how to interact with others. To just keep a relatively healthy body. So, it looks like it's time for me to go. So, this is information is available to you. Check out the movie Beyond, excuse me, Above Majestic. Corey Cook and David Wilcox. And you can go shopping with us at www.jewish.education forward slash shop. Ask questions of me. Write me at Jewel at Education. And, of course, as always, I'll be seeing you next week. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow week. The PMI, the Psychoneuroimmunology Hour with Dr. Spearman, as well as Wednesday, our Universal Principles of God, be there to help you deal with the new realities that you're about to face. I love you very much. I will talk to you very soon. Get your brain balance. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. Join Dr. Jewel here each Monday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by the JewelNetwork.com and Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living Jewish. 
For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your email to info at thejewelnetwork.net. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast in its entirety, nor any part of this broadcast, can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.